It has been said that magic vanished from our world a long time ago. But if there's one thing you can be sure of... I wish you could really talk to me. It's that nothing is more powerful than a young boy's wish. You're my best friend, John. I love you. But eventually, everyone grows up. I'm taking Lori to dinner. You don't think she's going to be expecting something big, do you? It's been four years, Johnny. You and me have been together for 27 years. Where's my ring? Huh? Where's my ring? What did all my fuzzy fingers? Where's my ring? Come on. Knock it off. I know, I'm just saying. Man. That's my bad. I was sending a tweet. John. Hi, Thomas. How are you? to move out so we can move on with our lives. I'm not that psyched to just, like, kick him out. Oh. Laurie, hey, you're home early. Who are these girls? Oh, my God, where are my manners? Laurie, this is Angelique, Heavenly, Shireen, and Sauvignon Blanc. I swear to God, her name is Sauvignon Blanc. Show her your Chevron card. Ted, you gotta move out. I'll help you get on your feet out there, I promise. Bring it in, you bastard, come on. I love you. Sorry, that's the... Oh. The thing, the thing. The old... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I met a girl. Nice. She's a cashier. What I like to do to her, something I call a dirty fuzzy. Down here, not looking up your towel, swear to God, not looking at your funny business. Sometimes I think back to that Christmas morning when I was eight years old. I wish I'd just gotten a Teddy Ruxpin. Crying. I look stupid. No, you don't. You look dapper. John, I look like something you give to your kid when you tell him grandma died. And good evening. I'm sorry. I was I was laughing all through that trailer. I just I, I had to let it out now. I had you muted. I had, I had you muted the whole time. <laughs> Thank God you did because I was even that trailer. I it just still laugh. It's, it's just so stupid. Well, it, it was a dirty Fozzie that did it for you. Yeah, wasn't yeah it? it was a dirty Fozzie that got me. That's what it was, guys. If you didn't know what we we're talking about, welcome to that movies. By the way, I'm Jeff, and on your side of the glass is my co-host, my buddy, my best pal, Mike. Um, we're doing uh, movies from 2010 to 2020. And as you can tell from the laughter, we're doing a movie that we probably should have did probably our in inaugural year, which is we're doing Ted, the first Ted. Yeah, well, we, and we don't Ted. do a lot of comedies either. So this is, no, a, no, this is something no. I, I love to, to do. Is, um, this is a movie that, excuse me if I sound a little loud. When we were doing the list, I uh, I think we both agreed in this movie. I think that was one of the things that we both just nodded the head and just kept, kept, kept going like, yep, okay, what's next? So. Yeah, so um, before we get into it, um, just um, your initial thoughts when you first when you first saw the trail or saw the movie. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it with you. I think I saw it with some. I'm a big fan of Wahlberg, of Amelia Kunis, of of Seth MacFarlane. Anyway, so once I just saw the cast in and everything, I I just knew it was going to be classic. I mean, I as much as I think you know, we talked about it last episode. 
I, I stopped watching Family Guy, but still McFarlane can do no wrong. I mean, he's done so many great shows, so many great movies. And then you look, I mean, even you look at how he did um, uh, with uh, uh, the Orville. I mean, even look at, you know, it, that's a straight kind of like doing you know sci-fi, but it's still just amazing. He can do no wrong, and I just I was actually just in love with the whole thing. And then you know you throw uh, Joel McHale into the uh, into the mix, and then a, a cameo of probably one of your favorite you know oh god of all times in there. Just it, oh. it's just it's just overall good to see. I love it. It was just no, nothing could go wrong. Yes, it's fart and dick jokes, but guess what? Uh, we need those as well as as oh. like as the hardcore we series need, movies. We, we all need fart and dick jokes, especially nowadays. People need to liven up, as they say, to quote the scarecrow. Need to lighten up. But um, yeah, it, it like when I first saw it, I had come off that awful Western that he did. I'm not sure if this was, I think it was before. Remember that Western he did with Charlene Theron? And oh, yeah. Was, oh, even that one, man. I love that one. That's, that was so I, dude, much fun. I, I, didn't, I didn't think that was funny, man. There was, there was a couple of moments that it was funny, but it just like, to me, it was like, eh. Like Liam Neeson to me was the funniest. Oh, you're about. talking a million ways to die. No, that actually came yeah. after this one. Okay. Oh, it's well, that's well, I shouldn't judge it then. Yeah, I, I, that, that was not funny. Because coming off this film, which was funny, that film. <laughs> If you guys like it, tweet yourself. But uh, we're going to do Ted, and uh, me and Mike are going to talk through it like we always do. So uh, just get ready. I'm at uh, – I'm now at zero, zero, zero. I was at three seconds, but it uh, had to be different. Actually, I'm still at three seconds. Whatever. I'm going to do a countdown. You guys, if you have it at home, DVD, rented, Hulu, box, pirating, whatever. Just uh, play along, get some chips, nachos, and watch the wonder that Here's is Here's Asylum does not, does not endorse uh, pirating, by the way. Okay, sorry. We'll take that back. Sorry. So anyway, guys, in three, two, one, press play. Yay! Hey, look, it's good old Universal. They haven't been bought by Disney. Thank God. Yeah, Universal has a big library too. I'm shocked they haven't done a streaming service yet. Maybe that's in the cards for the hundredth anniversary. Look at that. I think Universal is tied with. Oh God, I'm trying to remember who it was. They were getting tied in with with one of the other streaming services because a lot of them are like teaming up together. Gonna have to. You know, with all these streaming services coming out now, we, you know, we're gonna have the Paramount Network. Not sure when that's coming out. Hulu, yet Amazon. Paramount's Paramount's been out for a while. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't have Paramount, so I don't know. Well, you have Paramount um, Plus, and then you actually have Paramount Network. So, yeah, there's two of them actually already. You know, that, Apple TV, you know, a lot of the uh, Netflix movies are, you know, universally are part of Universal. So, I'm wondering if they do come out with their own streaming service, they're going to rip those movies out for the library. That's what's happening with um, with Netflix now, because a lot of those movies, you know, are owned by parent companies, and pretty soon they're going to be ripped away. Because let's be honest, not a lot of the Netflix originals, you know, tend to last too long. So the voiceover, Patrick Stewart, if nobody recognized the voice. Brilliant choice, by the way. Were you the one that wanted to narrate your, your death with him or with somebody else? I was no, trying to think of Oh, no, no, no. I, my, mine was a Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that's right. That was great. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> who, who, who would you want to narrate your life? Bobcat. Because there, there's a lot of screaming in my life. See, I chose Henry Rollins. I think that'd be more interesting. Again, more screaming. <laughs> there's a lot of screaming there, too. <laughs> 
There was a lot of good choices on there, man. Oh, uh, yeah, there, there's my Christmas tree when I got the Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. I already had the, uh, the Star Darth Wars Vader. 2. Yeah, I, I had that one. one too. Yeah. One back for Christmas was a thing. Alex Boron back there. Voice of Lois from Family Guy. Is that Ralph Garman? Yep, that's Garman, yeah. Okay. Huh. Another another person that works on uh, Family Guy as well. Have you ever heard Hollywood Babylon, him and Kevin Smith? Yes, yeah. Hysterical. When he when he goes into different voices, he does... Um, does Adam West? I think he does tons, man. Yeah, guy's freaking talented as hell. Now this was the same year, 1985 was the same year that Teddy Ruxpin came out as well. So that was sort of a uh, a joke with that. Actually, there'll be a joke later about a Teddy Ruxpin. Exactly. <laughs> That's right, Patrick Stewart. There was a series that Patrick did. It was a while ago, and I think it was a limited series where he played like a news anchor, but he was like living this debaucherous lifestyle. He was like so out of character for Patrick. I'm not sure the name of it, but he was basically just banging different chicks every day, just an alcoholic and just living by the pool, just doing all these all these crazy things you wouldn't think Sir Patrick Stewart would never do. I love the fact that he's on uh, he's on uh, American Dad as one of the voices on there. I think he does a great uh, job. He? Yeah, he plays he plays the dad's boss, but he just does this just great deadpan. Oh, that's right, he is. He's like yeah, the the I forgot the big chin guy the the main agent is the dad. Yeah, he's like hi, what's going on? Really, pretty. Now, is the bear is that animatronics or just all CG? I'm just that's wondering. all CGI. They okay. had said that in some scenes a bear was used, other scenes uh, a stick with eyeballs was used, and that and that was it. All right, good CG. <laughs> that's great. Hey, it's probably kill him. (laughs) 
God. <laughs> there are so many uh, actors that are on here. I, for, I forgot that played themselves. <laughs> I love the televangelist guy. What the hell? That's crazy. That what is that? Um, what do they call that special effect when they add something in there? Did they use that in Forrest Gump when they uh, when Gump went met the? Oh, uh, when they're over, when they're over. Yeah, that. Yeah, this is actually. I think this is the one when uh, Webster, uh, Manuel Lewis was on there. Oh, okay, okay. It's crazy. Don't everybody for life. So when the uh, when the movie came out and it was shipped to all the theaters, it was shipped as Thunder Buddies was the title of the of the movie. Thunder so that, that way they you know it wouldn't get picked up or anything. I, I used to uh, my old warehouse job, so we were on the on the line for the movie delivery. I'd always check out the thing. I was like, "What you got there, man?" We used to have a, a friend of mine in my old job in Scholastics. When this movie came out, really good dude. Maybe I'll get on the podcast one of these days. He's a geek. So when, uh, whenever I used to work with him, and I saw he's he's a lot younger than me. You know, I'm in my you know, I'm in my twilight years, and he's uh, he's probably in his mid to late twenties now. So when I saw him. He 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 watched. Um, I knew I was gonna get get you know be friends with him right away when I said, "Hey man, Thunder Buddies for life." He's like, "Hell yeah, Thunder Buddies!" For and we work in the same section, and we just just daily just ribbing down each other, just like you know, cracking jokes. Huge Batman fan too. Huge, oh, big Batman sweaty. I gotta get him on here alone for that. Airport bus, love it. Caught with shrooms. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, man, goes back a long ways from being Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch. The acting wise, first time I recognized him was a movie that you might recall was called Fear with a young. I th- is it a young Alicia Silverstone or young Reese Witherspoon? I'm not sure. I gotta look at that one up. That's how we found my radar acting wise. So I remember him from uh, the Substitute with Tom Berenger. Oh, was he in that? Yeah, that was, that was his first movie. I remember, like, I saw him there, and then when I saw him later on, I was like, "Oh, wait a second, because I think it, I think um, he was, I think his next one was like Renaissance Man. Remember Renaissance Man, uh, Danny DeVito, where he's like a he's a, uh, a teacher has yeah. to go to the military to help train these kids or get the, yeah. yeah man. It was like a almost like a dead poet society, but like not as good. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just pre dead poets. I think Renaissance Man. Was came it pre dead? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. When did Dead Poets? But it was, but it was 90, 94. I think Dead Poets was later than that. 
You sure I thought that post was earlier? Oh, we'll have to check that out later. See, I didn't know Seth directed this film, too. Oh, no, 89. Okay, yeah, so about, yeah, a few years later. Okay. I wonder how they'll accept him as Sully. He's doing, um, what is it, with Tom Holland coming out in a couple weeks? The uh, adaptation of the game. What is the name? Of, uh, what's the name of the game again? I just, I just had a tip of my tongue. I just saw the trailer. Damn it. I came to think. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, he's doing Uncharted. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard everything. It looks great on that one. Okay. I know the big thing was, you know, Sully is supposed to be the mentor of uh, the Nathan Drake character, and they kind of made him, you know, Marky Mark, and you know, Tom is, you know, they're supposed to be young Nathan Drake. So, I mean, I, I've only played like half of the first game and never got into the rest of them. So I'm just wondering, you know, if true Uncharted sweaties out there, you know, what they think. What? It's like we always say in the asylum, you know, moody movie. It's a movie adaptation. You're never going to get what you know the game or the comic book is. That's one thing I had to learn the hard way. You're late again. This guy's a comedian, I believe. I've seen him before. Yeah, it's uh, Matt Walsh. Yeah, he's been in a couple of things. I think I remember him from The Daily Show, honestly. Yeah, that's where I remember him from. Yo, you probably remember him. He's been on like Road Trip. Oh, um, no. You know what? I remember him Bad from? Santa. He was an elf. That's right. Yeah. I remember elf. elf yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's been a lot semi pro. He's been a lot of a uh, lot of Will Ferrell movies. I haven't seen Veep yet. I've heard things about Veep, but never got you know actually the time to sit down and. Oh, Office Christmas Party. Okay, that's the other one. That's where I remember him. Patrick Warburton. He will forever be known as the tick for me. The first type of the live action tick. 
See, for me, I, yeah, I go back to uh, Brock Sampson. Ooh. Moment. Yeah. A deep cut right there. You want really deep? Mm. That's Putty from Seinfeld. Mm. <laughs> Wait, was he was he Ellen, Elaine's boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When, um, yeah David Putty, yeah. When he, um, remember, was it, was it this, was it the episode where he, um, he's a big New Jersey devil fan and he painted himself as a devil, like all red and he was just going crazy. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I haven't done it. I haven't watched Seinfeld in forever, oh, but yeah, no, I, I remember him from Putty. And then I think probably my, other than uh, those, I think, um, a rules of engagement was my, my next like favorite for him. Yep. Like, that's I, another I, one. I yeah. the, everything he was good that. in that as well. Hey, there's another cameo, right? That's a uh, Laura Vandenot. She was Supergirl on Smallville. If you guys didn't catch that, she was also in a sci-fi series that had to do with werewolves. That you know, werewolf clans and shit. That wasn't that. Was that Haven with a? Wasn't a? Wasn't Edge Adam Copeland on Haven? Is yes. that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm talking about another one. She it was a, oh. like a wolf series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I say I knew she was on. I knew she was in Haven. That's another good series too, man. Haven. It's funny, like, oh, yeah. Whatever you, dude, I think the minute they put this movie in there, I was sold. Do you know the reason why they put Flash in there? It's the dumbest reason. You're you're really, it's not, nobody was like, nobody was a big fan or anything like that. Literally one of the, one one of the other writers, he listened to Queen when he was writing the, the movie. He would oh, always have Queen play. Yeah, no, just he, just oh. no, 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 not the soundtrack. He would okay. listen to Queen, and oh. that song fell into the Queen's you know rotation, and that's that's the big that's the big reason. Queen is responsible for two of the best soundtracks to movies of the '80s, man, and I have both of them. Obviously, Flash Gordon. And of course, you know the other one. It's in our archives that we did. Yes, the Highlander, which yes, wasn't. A, if you guys go looking for a Highlander soundtrack, it will not be that. It will be called "It's a Kind of Magic." Yeah, because they never released a soundtrack for Highlander. They just took those songs and threw it on their album. Which I never understood why they just didn't release. Just make it the Highlander soundtrack. Because basically. they didn't have enough songs. So they had, to, like, literally, you listen to the album, I think only five or four or five of those songs are Highlander and the rest are just Queen songs. Such a good, such a good album, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, it's an amazing album. But yeah, it's, it's, and I don't think the, 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 the movie company wanted to release it. So they just, like, well, we got these songs, they're going to be on the movie. The only thing, there's, like, only, like, one or two tracks that were in the movie that weren't on the, uh, on the actual album. Uh, I think, uh, the New York, oh. New York. The, yeah, the, the that the cover of New York, New York yeah, was one. Something I think there was one more. I love that one song. Give me the prize, just give me the prize. Oh, I heard they're remaking that. They're, they're supposed to start shooting that movie this year. What Highlander? Yeah, the, yeah, the Highlander one. So, okay. what, what, well, it's it's what it's what Chad said. So. I mean, I know, I know you're skeptical and so am I because, you know, until it's actually until you actually see the little, you know, we're oh, shooting. No, no, no. I'm saying I, great I because I don't. Yeah, again, it's it's one of those things in my head. There are certain movies don't remake. Continue on. Like, you'll never want to remake The Godfather. You're never going to remake, you know, Jaws because these are classic movies. And so are those. Even though they're low budget, they are still classic movies, you know. Oh, well, and I just 
reckon, sir, the first one is a classic. Well, again, that's the only one we're talking about. Did we make? It, Thank did you. I say See? Highlander one, two, or three, or two? No, I just said Highlander. Uh, just leave it alone. I don't yeah. know why you have to dig. You have to dig into the dirt. All Slow I'm talking up. about is the one that they are remaking. The first one just should just should be remade. Just like you they're, they're talking about doing the crow. Why? <sighs> and who they're talking the about doing the crow is it's just even. Uh, I'm like, no, not him. I like him, uh, but I don't. I, I don't need. To I see like him. him too, but I don't. To me, I think I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think the crow needs to just die. Well, not like, die, but if you're going to redo it, don't to get somebody wafy, like a starving musician type character, you know, actor or something like that. Not this. You don't want ripped. Get Travis Barker. <laughs> you want to? You want to go weird? Do Travis Barker, man. He's 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 wafy. Dude, that'd be a crazy crow. Can you imagine it? Travis Barker is a crow. Wasn't there a night at the Winchester that did we sing this? No, I, I think maybe we did. No, I think we did. You may have, but I sure. I, think I, I did. I did. Ah, Mila Kunis. What do you think of her as Zatanna, man? I think she can get away with it. I okay. should pull it off. I'm just going on stature alone. I mean, she's an okay actress, so. Now, you look at some of what, some of the things she's done through her career. You know, I mean, again, Zatanna's not, you know, an over-emotional, dramatic, you know, character, so you don't need to have a Meryl Streep, you know, playing. Oh, her. yeah. No, no, no. Although, speaking of that, I heard Meryl Streep was one of the finalists to play Catwoman in the uh, 92 Batman, which yeah, I did I not know. that. Ooh, who is okay? She's familiar. The blonde. Hey, is your buddy Joe McHale? That's right. You think Joe McHale and Will Arnett? Is that Jessica Strobe? That's what I was going to ask. She's got that yeah. bitchy blue. Yeah, I that's, think that's right. her. No, yeah, that's her. Yeah. Right. What do you think, Joe McHale, Will Arnett, brothers lost at birth? What's that? Joe McHale and Will Arnett. Kind of similar. No, really, no. You don't think so? Yeah. Fun little fact for you guys. Um, when they were making that Knight Rider reboot series, which was on like, oh my God, 13 years ago, Will Arnett was the voice of Kit before he was replaced by uh, Val Kilmer. There's actually a, um, I'm not sure it's out there on YouTube, but there's actually, they filmed a pilot where he was the voice of Kit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
Which Val didn't do a horrible job, but man, Will Arnett. Mm. Yeah, but if he does it like deadpan, I mean, I think that would be fine. I mean, you got to think of you know, think of the original voice, you know, of of Kit, and it wasn't. You do a deadpan because it's it's a robot. You don't want emotion. Mr. Feeney. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Anthony Dan William? No, Anthony Daniels. They can proceed three PO. What is it? No, William Daniels. His name was, I believe. I believe he's still with us as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So uh, I made it. <laughs> Sorry, no. It's a, a year later. Yeah. Chris Brown. Chris Brown got in trouble. So that's why yeah. it's it's funny. Oh shit! Been there. So I made a deal with a kid uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, it was like. You know, I know you're going to go clubbing when you get older. It's fine and cool that. She's like, yeah, you know. So I volunteered you to go with me the first night. And uh, we're going to be wearing matching Hawaiian shirts, cargo pants, black knee socks, and straw hats. So just for your FYI. Why you got to put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Sorry, man. I'm not doing it alone. Hey, that's your kid. I didn't help make her. <laughs> that's your kid. Uh, your Uncle Mike, you're going, you're, dude, you're, you're the Thunder Buddy. You're coming. Uncle Mike will be there. Like if I get a call in the middle of the night, hey, I, I'm lost. I need an Uber. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> that's what Uncle Mike does. Don't tell my dad. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's uh, what, let's see. That's right, kid. It's a spoof straight out of airplane. Plane. Again, it's another one of those movies you got to put on the list. <laughs> it's just so good. So good that they spoke this. I was even a fan of Airplane 2. Of course. With Airplane Shatner? 2 wasn't Air, Airplane 2 was not horror. I mean, it wasn't the first Airplane because I think Leslie Nielsen had added a lot to that film. And the second one, they had William Shatner, who I think did a bang-up job. Not as good as Leslie, but, you know, he comparable. Just, he was solid. Well, he, uh, Shatner didn't replace... Um, but he, he was, he did, he was he doing did, the he, Leslie... He, he, he no, no, he wasn't. Role, he was but, doing more... He was doing the um, Lloyd... Um, oh, the, oh, the, 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 uh, yeah, the Lloyd... Christopher Lloyd part. Okay. Am I right about that? Is it Christopher Lloyd? No, it's not Lloyd. That's Lloyd, why, no, that's Lloyd, 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 Lloyd Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Lloyd. He was playing. He was more doing that character than than uh, the Leslie Nielsen character. Okay. Boy, the Lloyd Bridges character man was so good in the first one. I re- that, that's how I can tell if a friend or somebody I can get along with. It's if, if I if I make a reference up hand, I I, I pick the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> If I, if if I get no reaction, I can't be friends, you know. Sorry. No, nah, it's just yeah, that's just I, it's, 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 it's one of my it's one of my it's one of my litmus tests for uh, if if I can. Is that one of the litmus tests? Yeah, okay. it's one of them. 
That that and I've got one for if uh, if I'm out on a date with a girl, I have to test her with bad jokes, and I have one joke I always tell tell them to see if they if they laugh. If I get at least a giggle, I'm I'm like okay, I can still you know go out on a date with you again. What is it? I'm just curious. What is what is the bad dude joke? Oh, it's um, it's a it's a pirate joke. Um, pirate walks into a bar. He's got a steering wheel strapped to his balls. And the bartender's like, hey, uh, what's going on, man? He's like, what's what's up with the steering wheel attached to your balls? He goes, ah, it drives me nuts. <laughs> so, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's that's, I'm about to borrow that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. We've all had roommates like that. At least I have. I lived with a roommate like that, and he and I did the same thing. So it got got bad. Actually, when I first moved in with a roommate like that, I, I didn't do stuff like that. But slowly but surely, I I was seduced by the dark side of the force. <laughs> Sold weed. Good times. <laughs> now wasn't that a real turd i heard or was that a oh i don't know i haven't heard, I, heard that before. I don't know i heard that it was like a real turd Dude, I love how he just shows the range of the voices that he does. A little bit of Stewie right there. It's my favorite Family Guy character. Him and Brian are my favorites. I haven't te- I haven't teared up the one the the one episode where they killed Brian, but they didn't kill him. And you know, they- spoilers they brought him back. <laughs> Man, if you ever had kids or a dog, you've done it before. It happens, man. It happens. Yeah, I don't see anything of uh, in the rumor mill that that was uh, a real. Uh, okay, yeah. I just thought it was that maybe something in my own psychosis I created. Who knows? Again, the CG on this bear, man. Fucking incredible. You know, even though I hate his guts vehemently as a comic book character, like, like, really, like, I, I despise this character. And every time I bring him up, you love to poke the bear. Like, oh, guess what? You know who's coming? Guy Gardner. Ooh. 
I always thought, I mean, they casted him already for the Green Lantern series. That's never going to happen. Because you know, it's, you know, they they cast him like three years ago. It's almost like the the, the rock being black. Well, the, the reason you you think of this is it's not got it's got nothing to do with the comic books. It's got everything to do with the animated series because he was animated with a Boston accent and that and that attitude. Yes, that's the yeah. only reason you see you're this. Exactly, you're exactly but right. Honestly, I I go back to the comic books and I didn't have that. I just I honestly had more of a because again he was a douchebag and this is my experience. Sorry for anybody out there, and not sorry to you. I New York and, and New Jersey douchebags. Just that's what I hear when I think of him. Sorry. Ouch. Sorry, dude. Oh, I, in my job, I have to talk to a lot of folks from New Jersey. You guys are assholes. You could, you could oh, say that. You, you could say you could say present company excluded. No, sorry. <laughs> you didn't even do that. Wow. Okay. Newsflash here. Uh, Mike does not like Jeff. So. No, no, Jersey. Just people from Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Me off. Okay. So Mark no, Wahlberg and, and Millie Kunis, this is not their first movie, by the way. They actually played in another uh, two other two movies. One, don't know if you liked it or not. I love the game, but Max Payne, I wasn't a big fan of the movie. Um, It could have been better. It, it, you know what it was? it was? It was one of those things we talked about is like expectations got to me. I, my expectation for Max Payne was like right about here. I mean, you guys can't see it on video, but it's, you know, like here. And when I saw it, I was like, yeah. Again, it's one of those, it's like one of those easy movies. It's just a crime noir movie. Just do something in the style of a 70s, like, you know, detective. And, and the thing about it is that, that movie, Wahlberg wasn't the problem. No. He, he it, was every, it was everything else yeah. that they did. Like the stupid thing with the, the angel. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, like you literally had a blueprint. Yeah. All you had to do is follow it. Imprint your own shit, and it would have been a it, dude. It would, I mean, not great movie, but it would have been a watchable film. Yeah. Even Bo Bridges, that Bo Bridges in there as a bad guy. Yep, and then they were in uh, 2010's uh, Date Night. I, see, I think I seen Date Night. And there we go. We got Giovanna Ribisi. Uh, dude, God bless you. And of course, he was in your least favorite movie um, from from him. He was actually in the uh, Million Ways to Die. Ugh. Movie's terrible. Sorry. My opinion, but hey, we were, we were on a subject of sequels earlier. We we're talking we we're talking about airplane. This one had a sequel. Or I wasn't. I'll go to you first. What what did you think about the sequel to Ted? I hear a long silence. That's that means you're thinking or either you hate it or you're trying to come up with a you're trying to come up with something. Nothing, huh? I thought it was okay. I thought Tattoo was okay. Had a couple scenes that were all right, but I kind of felt when they got rid of Mila and the added, what was her name? Um, 
Amanda Siegfried. Like she was too much. She was like the uh, the carbon copy of Wahlberg. I don't know. Just for me, kind of took away a lot of it. Like I like the conflict that you know that Wahlberg has with Kunis. Kunis. But in the next film, you had uh, Siegfried and him, and they were basically the same. So. I believe, if I am not mistaken, I believe this was filmed in Boston. Pretty sure it is because um, they make a trip to to Fenway Park. Um, They trying to see. Yeah, uh, it started in uh, – filming began uh, Boston and Norwood area in most locations around Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, like I said, yeah, there was a the, – there's a scene later on in Fenway Park. And, of course, you know, later on there's also a cameo for somebody that's supposedly retiring this week. He is retired. I mean, I, 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 hasn't, I it hasn't been announced yet. The, the, the reports keep coming from the same two people. So you, you and I, you and I can go out there and say, "Hey, this is this," and people keep posting, and it becomes oh, rumor. But I know. there's a lot of there's still a lot of talk from other locations that he's most but, likely uh, he's letting uh, he's letting the Roethlisberger thing, his retirement go, letting letting that go. He doesn't want to yeah, step but the on thing about it is, I I love Ben. He's a Hall of Famer, but when this guy, when when, when Tom retires, it's a big deal. Even, even that's why like that's why Tom most likely is waiting. He didn't. He and he doesn't want to do it before the Super Bowl or like during the Super Bowl weekend because he doesn't want to overshadow it's, that going on. It's too late. Even rumor and innuendo is going to overshadow it. Yeah, you're talking about like the greatest quarterback of all time retiring. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I said it. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. He is. It's. I mean, even as a as a hater, you can't hate the you can't you can't. I mean, I, so. but yeah, he. I know the one thing I had read that, like he said, when he retired, he's not gonna he's not gonna do an announcement. Like he's gonna just retire. He's not gonna have like a farewell season because you know he doesn't doesn't want because he's afraid that like it would turn into the you know the farewell season and it would be overshadowed just him it would just all be about his stuff and kind of like when when jordan colby retired they had a hey guess what this is the last time visiting the town but I'm yeah that's what he's he, he said he's like he doesn't want to do that he just wants to i always know, thought that was kind of i always thought that was very cheesy and just self-indulgent <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for getting me back into the film <laughs> that's where we'll draw the line i love that yeah it's yeah Laura Vanderlaan again, or Vanderloo. They had her on a Michael Rosenbaugh's podcast inside of you, and you know, 
he was talking to Mike and he was like, you know, you've done a lot of other stuff since Smallville, but you know, and she was like, yeah, but everywhere, when I go to the cons, they still ask me about Smallville. I kind of like that, you know, because it's, you know, it's one of those shows that, you know, wasn't the Arrowverse. Like to me, it was like the pinnacle. It was the first DC series. Even I watched it week after week and it was a prelude to what we got now. So yeah, it was. I mean, everybody is, you know, admitted that that was the prelude to, you know, the Arrowverse because that's where the it became its infancy. Because that era, that that Green Arrow was supposed to go on, but they decided to recast it and start over again. But yeah, it all stemmed from there. But again, one of the bigger things is also there's not a lot of in the convention field. There hasn't been a lot Smallville stuff. It's just in the recent, probably well, not recent, but like in the last like five years or so. That they've kind of gotten back out there. It, it um, uh, but it was mostly Tom and Michael. Not really. It was stuff. Michael mostly. Tom. He he got and Tom. He got up. Tom started because he because Tom didn't think that there was something out there. He's like he's like no nobody wants to hear us talk and and he's like no they they do. He's like when I go to these conventions. They, that's all they asked me about. And it'd be great if I had somebody to bounce off of. And so him and Tom started doing it, and they did that for a couple of years. Then they started talking to Kristen, and uh, Michael Rosenbaum started talking to Kristen because they were really close. And she, even she's like, "Are you sure? Are you, do they really want me to be here?" And he's like, "Oh my God, they would love you." That's why I was able to catch them the first time when Kristen was there and she talked about it. She's like, this is amazing. She's like, I just didn't re- expect this. And they had this. Yeah. Cause Kristen was the last one. Yeah. They, they had to convince to get out there because she was the same way. Or she was like, nobody wants to hear about our shit. Yeah. And like, dude, they do trust yeah, me. They, they do. do. And then you got to realize with everything with Allison Mack, that, that, that group sort of like they, a lot of folks didn't want to talk about, about Smallville. Cause there was a little I, dark, uh, okay. dark sh- shadow over there. I I haven't heard much because even on Michael's podcast he he doesn't talk about her. He Nobody, just says no, that. But but that's what I'm saying. The only thing he said is like, hey, she was into some stuff that we were just aware of. But uh, we didn't. Problem was, Kristen kind of got involved in that too. Oh, oh did she? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't get really? that involved. She st- she was there for for a little bit and she started saying things and that's when she backed away. Okay. But I think it's not about it was I think because of everything that's going on with her, the rest of the show and the cast have kind of put on gone into this kind of gray area. So they like keep very quiet into themselves. And I but I think that's, you know, these three getting out there and doing these conventions are great. If anybody gets a chance to check them out, they are so much fun. Even just Michael and Tom are so much fun because they originally started off with just those two. Like when I went there. It was just those two, and then Kristen came in a little bit later. But yeah, it was it was really fun to watch them. Dude, they're so fun. They just rib on each other. It's just hysterical, man. His, like his podcast, Michael's podcast, when he's just talking to Tom, like they talk for almost three hours. You're like, yeah, remember when you left? Yeah, because it was you know, and they're and they're real about it. It's what I love. It's like, hey man, well, yeah, because it was money. I want to do other shit. And he came back for the last season. He's like, if you didn't call me Tom, I would never. Ca-. I love yeah. that shit. Love it. Oh, this is awesome. You ever had a boss like this that if you actually just, you know, just fucking, excuse me. Well, I can say fuck. It's hard my podcast. <laughs> if you actually just like, hey, man, you know, just fuck off. That actually, you know, I respect that.
I, I have I have had something similar. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, where I basically told my boss I wanted his job. <laughs> in, in one of the, one of the interviews, I always work. I was already working for the company, but I was I was uh, getting a getting interviewed for another position higher up. And I think you have to kind of do that though, because it shows that you have drive. Though I mean, people call it arrogance and like, oh, you're just being a dick. I'm like, no, oh, man, you're just saying like, this is what I want. Remember when I got interviewed for my job, that was like the whole spiel how I got hired. I was like, look, you know, one day I want your job. Not really. I didn't want this job. It was too much pressure and shit, but. He's so good in this movie, too. Oh, yeah, no, he does a great job. Yeah, Giovanni, just amazing job. But I, honestly, I've loved – I can't think of anything that I have disliked him. Even in movies I dislike, I thought he was great. Uh, Avatar, not a fan of Avatar at all. I'm not looking forward to the sequels. But I thought he did a great job. So that means we're not going to do a midnight movie Avatar watch? You can knock yourself out, man. <laughs> Go right ahead. I just – No, 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 no. I'm hey, not I'm a fan. With- I'm with you. Trust me. I'm not a big fan of Avatar. I've always... And honestly, I, I love, I love, actually loved him in My Name is Earl. If you guys, oh, if you ever... yeah. Ooh, yeah. Good pull. Another Alyssa Milano. She, Alyssa Milano was on there. And uh, what's her name? Jamie Presley was yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. That was just a fun, fun test. Such a, that was a fun show. I got to bring show. I have, I have a guy in my job. His name is Earl. I was like, my name's Earl. See, guys, if a stuffed bear can get a girl like this, which, you know. I'm sure Mike has met girls like this in his lifetime as well. Which ones? Like Tammy Lynn? Yeah. Yeah, I have. So have I. When I was going to Valencia Community College, I went out with a girl just like that. We went on a couple dates. And she was like, so when can I meet the folks? I'm like, uh, mm, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're in Puerto Rico. Oh, when do they come back? Uh, you know, they're going to be there for a while. Like, she was like, yeah, and then a week later we broke up. So, Oof. like, no offense to our listeners out there. If you're like, that's cool. I'm just saying, you know, it's a matter of preference. Good for you. Get to the asylum, you know, thumbs up, like and share. Oh, hey. <laughs> I gave birth. <laughs> oh, God. That's great. Sorry. 
we've all had those times where you know your boy's going out with the girl and you're just there yeah actually i had uh one of my friends and uh god love him to death um i was dating a girl we didn't date probably about five months or so and we would always meet up with my friend and his girlfriend and um well he was very colorful <laughs> and um I don't know why he said, but every every night we would hang out. I would literally spend the drive back to back to her place, like listening to her bitch at me, like I did exactly what he did. Like I was the one that at fault. And um, one night, <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't even control myself. One night he's drunk off his ass and looks at her and he's like, "Hey, you know, Mike's still gonna fuck around on you." <laughs> Oh, like, oh, I was like, oh, this is going to be a longer oh, ride home. Oh, and oh, oh, months down the road, you know, the relationship kind of was coming to an end. And, and thankfully, this friend of mine was like, hey, listen, I, I know I know things are getting bad there. Why don't you come stay with me for a little bit? And so, and, but yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Mm. Hey, what's your timestamp? Uh, 4741. 44 now. All right. Well, I think you got to have a friend to pull you out from the gutter, though. So, look at Joe McHale. So suave. Was Joe in the office or no? Joel? No, I don't believe he was. Okay, I'm just wondering. He seems like he would have been in an office character. I, if I remember, I think was he he was in Community, which was sort of it wasn't it did directly a knockoff. Like, it wasn't kind of like Office Light almost or Office. It, in it sort of was. They were going to try to like make that link up. Like there there was a couple of characters that they were trying to do. I think that that uh, Office uh, Community and Parks and Rec were all sort of like in that same genre of comedy. Uh, by the way, another Marvel connection here, if I recall. The brunette with the short hair was an Iron Fist. She was the, the brother, or she was the, the brother. The, she was the sister of the one dude who was like uh, Iron Fist's best bro. Yeah, that was... Um, she was also... That's, and I that's hate Jessica. To, that's Jessica Strope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was also, and I hate to admit this, I'm... I'm not going to lose my man card for knowing this, but I think a little scratch on the surface might, you know, a little, a little, it'll be a little crease in the man card. You're going, you're going to just lose it. Just go ahead because, because it's not no, even, no, it's no, not no, even I'm the not, I'm not going to lose it. I said a crease. I said a crease. All right. I said a crease. Thank you. She was also in the remake of 90210. Yeah, so. exactly. A little crease, but I didn't lose it. No, I did not lose it, sir. It was a crease. I admitted it. If I admit it, then guess what? Doesn't mean I lost it. Now, if I didn't admit it, that's how you lose it. Get the bro codes down, bro. Come on. Don't make me pull out the bro-pedia on you. There it. Hmm. You can pull the bro-pedia out. We'll talk about it afterwards. 
Liar! <laughs> Sorry, I've heard I've heard I've heard this talk to me before. Oh, dude, I got nothing on you, girl. I don't want her. Yeah. Four months later. Uh, I sadly have been. I've been there. I wish. Didn't you go to the, one of the cons where Sam was there or no? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't go. No, you and I were talking that our that our little neighborhood comic book store, the Acme, he was there. We never got a chance to go. That's what it was. Okay. You know, it was an, actually an Acme. It wasn't today, but it was last week. Brutus to Barber Beefcake. I should have Brutus. Yeah, he was there. Dude, really? It's just if you're gonna throw if you're gonna throw on like the flash, the combat scene, you 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 won. You won with me. You win. You win. Like you got me with this. And that, come on, come on. This is the shit I like. It's just stupid, nonsensical fun. Like you don't think I, I'd be I'd be Mark Wahlberg right now? Like, dude, Sam Jones at a party? I would totally be screaming across town. Do look at that. <laughs> Now these scenes, like like not this one, obviously it's it's obviously new, but the scenes from Flash Gordon where it's the original. Actually, this was the first time they were actually uh, up to date, updated into uh, high definition. They've never. They've never remastered that film into a 4K? I don't think they had at that point. This okay. was it was done, and I think it's been done since then because so many movies okay. have been redone in 4K. Fuck. Shot of Sam Jones? Do it! That's my dream right here. Sorry. That or having shots with Adrian Paul or Christopher Lambert. Michael Keaton. 
Ben Affleck. Tom Ellis. <laughs> uh, cocaine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, they have redone The Flash, Gordon. Uh, they did release it uh, in 4K Ultra HD back uh, 2020. So it, you do have a you do have a chance if you uh, have the ability. The other day, I was trying to make a decision, like you know, because I have this. Well, you know, I have this giant two books of like CDs, like over five hundred, like a physical media, and I think I'm gonna get I'm gonna part with those. It's gonna be heartbreaking, but I think I have to pull the trigger on that. I've slowly but done I, it, but honestly, with all the music pro- software out there, you know, Amazon know. Music, everything, it's like. We've discussed this, yeah, and I like, think I just... it's one of those things. It's like for me, it's still like you know, I you know, I, I spent time building this collection. I'm and the same just... way, dude. I've got a massive CD collection too, and it's. But I got to tell you, dude, it is a lot of work to convert. It's a long, oh, I know. long, I, long time. I, so I don't know. Like I they're, like they're basically in my closet right now on these gigantic books, sitting there. They're just they're just collecting dust. But like I haven't had the heart to just get rid of them yet and i should it's like i'll i'll I'll, i i can part with those but like dvd and physical media for movies that's one of the things like now i'm gonna keep you still keep it you know yeah it's like music is the one i can get rid of So they are they are working currently. They are working on a television series for this. Um, it's going to be a live action prequel television series. Um, it's going to be done through Peacock, which is where Universal will send its its uh, stuff, and it will be McFarlane. So it's not somebody else picking it up and continuing. No, McFarlane is in negotiations right now. Um, well, you. <sighs> All the Peacock stuff they've done, like Saved by the Bell, Punky Brewster, I've liked. Uh, let's just forget that and skip to the good shit. I mean, look at it. Like, they've done 1883. They, you know, 1883. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just, yeah, I've got, I'm, I've got no qualms about what they're doing, especially like you look at Peacock and you also look at like what Paramount Plus is getting ready to drop. Paramount Plus is getting ready to drop a fucking Halo series. Which the trailer is supposed to come out tomorrow. Yeah. And so, I mean. I have a teaser. Dude, I'm not a Halo guy because I've played Me either, Halo but it looks times, great. <laughs> but it looks good. It looks good. Our uh, our friend Kelly on a, on our uh, on our page on Facebook, um, she, she's a huge Halo. Oh, huge I know. Halo. Huge. She uh, she used to do a lot of the uh, the conventions, the gaming conventions. Like she would go there and she would be playing on her team. Yeah, she's she's a big sweaty. Me? I'm surprised we haven't got. I'm surprised we haven't got on her yet. Yet, she'd be a good one. Now I have no clue why the 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 fucking duck is here, but it just adds to the like the insanity of this film. Think of it this way: I think it's from it's from McFarlane. Think of what some of the best fight scenes ever were of Peter and who? Oh, the chicken. Okay. 
James Franco. Point, point, point taken. Point taken. Yeah. And then it's a, it's a. I mean, not not to be stereotypical, but he, I mean, he makes a joke. It's a, it's a, J- a Japanese guy or Chinese guy with a a duck. Yeah. Okay, guys, we've all been there. No, we've we've never been on Sam Jones's shoulder. No, 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 no. We've never been on Sam Jones, but but we we've been to parties like this where just. It just got beyond, dude. Oh, I forgot Ryan. This is this film. Yeah, okay, love it. And he, and I don't think he has. Does he have any lines in this no, film? That was it. No, he, 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 he was he was in this. I think even uncredited. Yeah. Golden Pony Boy. Oh boy. Dude, I had. Not, I'm sure you have as well. Like, if you got a girlfriend, you get home at four thirty-five in the morning. Where the fuck you been? Now there is a reference in here. Ted will tell will say something about Jared saying he looks like Van Wilder. Because that's you know, that's who you know Ryan played in. Another good movie. See, I, I was in situations just like this where the girl came over and oh you F, 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 you know, dumb, you're done and whatever. But then I had one girl I, I went out with and I told her exactly where I was. She drove over while we were still partying and stuff like that. We we're just drinking beers and doing shots and watching some movie. And she came over and I thought, oh, here we go again. But no, she joined in. I was like, oh, should have married that girl. Damn it. <sighs> Anyway, Ted walks out of the door. (laughs) You know what? I think if we had to compare, if we had a cast of Heroes Asylum in this spot right here, I think, Mike, you would be Ted. And I'll be the more the Wahlberg character. You're definitely the demon. You're like a Zazel in season one and two in Supernatural. That's you. You're the you're you're that guy. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, in supernatural terms, you're a Zazel. That's it. Is that what it is? Yeah. I would definitely cast you as a demon. Because you sit there, or smarty smarty, with your glasses on, and you know, smarty smarty, because you can't see, <laughs> <laughs> can't read live five to get five to get your damn driver's license. Let me go on. Anyway, so you're sitting there with your glasses on, your little seventies little cliff goatee on there, looking like that. But I can definitely see you as like one of those goatee. demons. Goatee? Do you not see what's on my face, mother? I, I, I look at look at. <laughs> I see what's going on. I'm just saying. 
Let it go, man. I, I, Let it go. Like, I, I could see it. Like, dude, you even look like a supernatural demon. Look at that. Look at you. Right now, you definitely. Like, all you have to have is like a little jacket on, snarky remarks. Dude, you're a fucking supernatural demon. That's who you are. I can't believe I haven't seen it sooner. Tell Melissa about this. She'll agree. No, no, it's Will Arnett. I'm trying to think who, what Joe has been up to lately. Who? Joe McHale. No, I'm well, still looking. Like I said, I know like Community. That's well, that ended 2015. Yeah, so I'm just he probably bit parts in films and. I think the last thing I saw him on was, um, God, I can never remember the comedian's name. Uh, always does a show, does this comedy show uh, shirtless. Um. <sighs> Ooh, uh, he has, uh, he was a, um, he was, uh, he had Joel on there, him and Kaylee Cuoco together. Uh, jo- last thing, uh, probably I saw Joel in and I was, um, was Stargirl as Starman. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. That's right. That's right. Shit. Thank you. I forgot he was Starman. Yeah. That's the last, that's the last thing I can think of. I, I'm sure he's done. I think he was on. I think he was on like The Masked Singer or something like that, but yeah, that's I a, can't wait. And season three is going to be like one of the um, one of the main co-stars on there. Did you finish Stargirl season two yet, or no? Have you gotten around to it, or sort of? No, there's just too much else to watch right okay. now. So I'm, I'm not going to drop it's on my back burner right now. I'm not going to drop like season two to me eclipse season one because you know I like the dark shit that goes on. But they, um, he's going to be like a season three regular. And I, I, there's a scene, it's towards the end. It's with, you know, the, the incumbent Stargirl and him. Just a, just a great freaking comic book scene. Like, it's like ripped from the pages. If you're reading a book and you're seeing like, you know, somebody, I'll just say passing of the torch, stuff like that. It's done so well. And it's done so nonchalantly that I like, when I saw it, I was like, wow. And it's really quick. It's not, it's not one of these long fucking soliloquies. It's like just fast. And it made sense. But... Sorry, I was getting emotional with Stargirl. See, at this point, you know they love each other, man, because only brothers talk to each other like that, pissed off and angry. But we don't, you know, well. Oh, shit. Dude, I forgot about the fight scene. Holy shit. Yeah, now this is definitely a, a, a reference to, yeah. uh, to the chicken and, uh, and Peter, because that's... Oh, yo, yo, yeah, that's... that's 
Hits him with the Bible, dude. Come on. When's the last time you were in a fight? Honestly, I've never been in a fight. I've had to break them you up. You were in a fight? No. Right. I hate to say the fact that I've been in several. And no, I, I mean, being, being I a bar back, I, I would you know be involved in breaking them up. Or, uh, well, yeah, I, I've seen or, or people up. have tried to take swings at me and. I've seen you defuse situations. Oh, oh, dude. Come oh. on. Come on. Really? Oh, ah. Oh. You know, every time I, th- I see a TV fall on somebody or like a TV being involved in a fight scene, I, I think of a scene. Maybe you'll pick up on it. There's a scene in Gross Point Blank. It's towards the end of the film. Love that movie. One of my oh, favorite movies. Such a good movie. And you think it's like this snarky comedy, but it's a fucking awesome movie. And it's him and it's Dan Aykroyd. And I forgot the, um, he's got a sister. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who's the main actor, whatever. You, you'll figure it out. They get into this fight scene towards the end of the movie and a television is involved. And if you guys have never seen it, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's his sister's Joan Cusack. It's John and Joan yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, They're brother and sister yeah, in the movie. Yeah. But are you are you talking about like the mini driver, like her character? No, 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 no. I'm talking about when he fights Dan Aykroyd. Oh, okay. When, when, he can, when Dan Aykroyd catches up with him, like, because he's like the other like assassin and they fight and he uses the television and he does something with the television to Dan Aykroyd. I was like, shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, okay. that's one of the, my my dirty little secret movies. I just, I just oh, that's one it. of mine too. I got I got to watch at least a couple times a year. Uh, I watch at least you know same time. My my only problem is I got a shitty copy. So little Nora Jones, woo, totally nineties right now. No, that's uh, no Nord was not no Nora's late. Nora was later late late nineties early two thousand. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Most people don't realize, like, like the name Nora Jones, but she was her, she's actually the daughter of Robbie Shankar. Like, it was a big really. Yeah, yep, that's her. That's her dad. Oh, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense though. Who was the other chick? There was a uh, there was Fiona Apple, and there was the other girl with glasses. Floyd Doug, <laughs> you, you talking Lisa Loeb or? Yeah, Lisa Lee. Yeah, Lisa Loeb. Yeah, Lisa Loeb. (laughs) He makes a lot of 9 11 jokes in there. It's not bad. It's like. Jesus Christ. I always had a strange affinity for those '90s chicks or mid '90s chicks like her, and you know, Nora Jones, Fiona Apple. I don't know something about them.
Dude. Again, this would never, never happen, but just the thought that it could. You know, whenever they do these outdoor concerts, you know, I'm going to start going back to them. But they're always... There's something about an outdoor concert that's better than enclosed. When, when you're when you're enclosed in one of those concerts, it's just like you know the, you feel that noise and stuff. When you're outside, you can just feel like look, look, look at her; she's playing the sax. It's a different vibe. There's a um, there's a stadium you know here locally where we live in uh, in, in you know Florida. It's, I think it's called not Camping World. It's um, it's in Tampa. It's one of the, it's like a, it's like the amphitheater. It's like a half indoor, half outdoor stadium. Not quite like this where you're, you're seeing on screen. But when I went there, I saw a couple concerts there. And it, to me, it's like one of the best venues because to me, you don't have a bad seat in the house. So you can be up front. Great. But you can almost be like almost 30, 40 rows back and you can still see everything and you can still feel like the audience and the ambiance going on too. And that to me is one of the best things when you go to live concerts, you just feel Everything going on. Oh shit! Uh, but I never had enough. Some oh, <laughs> ooh, ouch! He 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 pegged. He was trying to save his life. Why is he the douche? The guy was going to attack him. Poor Marky Mark. I could never do that. There's always guys like that out there, guys. Ladies, I'm sure you know that. Always try to pray in a woman's weakness. And I, you know what? I, I've been there actually talking to a talking to a boy's girlfriend. Like, hey man, you know, he didn't mean it. You know, it was one of those full pause, move on, shit happens. I've been the middleman for that too. I've been there. I'm sure we all have. I'm sure, Mike is in the same thing. Hey, you know what? It was a bad night for him, and he didn't mean it. And you know, make up, kissy, kissy, and. I'm sure everybody's been there to be that, you know, kind of like the filter to say, hey, guess what? Having a bad night should happen. Just forgive and forget. And, okay. Yeah, I was that middle guy for a few of my friends' oh, relationships. I, I, I was just going to say, I'm sure you have stories being the middleman. Oh, yeah. 
that could just you actually you could write a book about that. That I mean, I've heard stories, but yeah, no, but, it's, yeah, I was I was the I was the sounding board for for a few people, and I'm like, just talk to the other person. It'll all, all be okay because you guys are saying the same things, just not to each other. Isn't it frustrating though to be that guy or just not always no? Because I mean, you sometimes you, you do need that sounding board. You need to, sometimes people do need to just be able to sit down and talk to somebody comfortable and say what they need to say without there being a repercussion. Like if they would have said those things the way they told me. Mm. To their significant other, yeah, it would have been a big argument, but I would, they were able to say it to me, get it off their chest, and then I was able to go, hey, well, maybe not say it that way, but say maybe kind of this way, and that way it won't be so bad. And so, yeah, sometimes you need that sounding board. Do you like being that sounding board? Or just, or sometimes just... I do, sometimes I don't. I, again, I'm, 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 a, I'm a, deep down, I'm a problem solver. Like, I like to sit down and, like, mull things over and figure out, you know, best way of doing it. So, you know, it's, it's funny. I just, I just I just say that I was you're merely my sounding board about it. Two hours. I guess, again, I, I, <laughs> I just I'm, thought I'm about that. that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Like, shit. There was always a joke with one of our friends that, that you know, uh, I was the I would be there for the for my friend who was a bartender and um you know, everybody always likes to talk to their bartender and get their stuff off of their bartender. But who's the bartender talk to? I, I was that guy. I was the one that the bartender talked to after they got off of work and they had a drink. <laughs> we would sit there and talk and, and bullshit and, mm. you know. I think that's the same way when I was talking to one of our significant friends that, like, literally it was the same way. Like, it was like it, the evening began, like, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour my guts out real quick. And then when the doors were closed, it was like the other way around. I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm doing this Mila has those deep eyes, man. I mean, they're probably cast somebody different. Like, I just like when I look at her, I just see Zatanna. I can just see like a little top hat. I mean, she doesn't have to wear the fishnet stockings and shit like that. That's that was a drawing that was done like in you know when she was in, in, in a creation. She's got longer pants now, but even in Young Justice, she doesn't have that. But just her cadence, I think she could pull it off. With Peacemaker, I mean, shit, Wahlberg could do. I mean, John Cena's killed in freaking Peacemaker. That's a bit creepy.
Dude, again, the CG on this is just incredible. Like, it just... It's just so flawless. I mean, there's CG that's done in films. You can tell, like, oh, man, it's freaking vague. But this one, it's just, like, it's just it's just right there. Like, you feel that's a fucking teddy bear walking. Yeah. Now, it's funny. Um, Donnie and Robert, the, the father and son here, mm. they're actually named after um, Wahlberg's brothers. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know. Donnie. Shit. Donnie. Donnie. And Donnie. <laughs> Dude, Donnie Wahlberg is a good actor as well. Like, um, he was in, I mean, he's in, I think he's in NY, not NYPD Blue. He's in, uh, what is it? Uh, that, that other cop show. It's on CBS now with uh, Tom Selleck. He's been on there forever. Oh, but uh, the first, Blue. Um, and, Blue Blood. Uh, Blue, Blue Bloods, yeah. But the first time I saw him as like an actor, actor was in remember Ransom with Mel Gibson. He was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I saw Donnie. It's like shit. You can act. I, I think his biggest one and the one that everybody was shocked at was uh was Sixth Sense. Oh, that's shit. He was he was the he was the weirdo at the very beginning. That's right. That's right. Good pull. Good pull. Now, I don't know who's creepier, him or, like, Giovanni over here. I don't know. I think, I think uh, was it Spike from uh, Toy Story? Yeah, that was a little creepier. Ooh. Hey, Spike, man. I was, you know, it's funny, like, uh, not to get off subject, but it's I guess. Big fact fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was... The other day, I was um, I used to work at Win Dixie back in the day, and this girl I used to go out with, she was a cashier, and one of the first movies I took her out to go see was uh, was Toy Story, and we had a good time, and we never went on a date again. I'm not sure why. So I was like, you know what? Let me, because I remember her name. So I looked at her on Facebook, and I'm like, okay. And then I saw her. I'm like, okay, still looks the same. Oh. She's got two adult kids. Oh, her husband's. Uh, I go. Oh, 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 oh. Did you catch, did you catch the music? I did. Little Indiana Jones. Little Indiana Jones there. Yeah. Just caught that. They ripped his ear off. Fuck. What's your marker? I am at one twenty one twenty eight. Okay. That's okay, dude. I'm a big Tiffany fan as well. It's funny, like our friend uh Richard Lierko, one of our uh, asylumites, he um every time because <laughs> well this is my fault. I was at Tap Room, probably about Tap Room is a local establishment here in Orlando. I went there about probably eleven years ago and I got let's just say I got a little bit inebriated. And I went on this long diatribe of like how I love Tiffany. Ever since then, whenever Tiffany goes on tour, he will message me like, hey, man, Tiffany's going to be in Vero Beach. Hey, man, Tiffany's in St. Augustine. Hey, man, Tiffany's going to be in Tampa. I'm like, oh, God. All right, dude. Thank you. Thanks. That was, you know, that was 11 years ago. I can't believe you're doing that. But um... yes, ladies and gentlemen, these are the friends that I have. I'm sure even Mike didn't even know that. What that your your t- Tiffany I? What they call them? 
strikes up Tiffanyite. There are Simonites out there, and there can be a Tiffanyite. Or, or a Tiffanonian. Ooh, that's better. I like Tiffanonian. By the way, can I, you know, not to get off subject, but the girl in Star Trek Discovery, the girl who who cries, what's her deal, dude? Uh, That's one of my biggest complaints. I don't know. I'm on season two, and, like, the girl literally, like, when a pin drops, she's always just crying. Like, like, the first time she cried, I was like, oh, I understand. Okay, I get it. That's my biggest irk about the show. I I love it. Oh, I get it. I get, I, I get, I get the, I get the Klingon looking differently. I'm okay with the yeah. rest of the story. I'm okay with her. It's that she is so emotional that she cries at a drop of a hat, and I'm like, "What is going I'm on?" Like, this is not Star Trek, man. Like, come on, like Star Trek don't have cry people. Like, that's my only complaint so far. And that's the only complaint you're probably gonna have. That's the only one I ever had. Uh, God bless you, step stepdad. Yep. He's actually running late. Yeah, he was... Doesn't he do something by midnight? No, by 11. Okay. By the way, the setup to, like, the Red Angel stuff, awesome. I don't know why people bitched about that. I dug that shit. Anyway, just a little tangent about Star Trek Discovery. God bless you. Just the way he says that. <laughs> hey, you took my teddy bear. Hey, what's going on? You took my teddy bear. Oh, that Mr. Jones, that station wagon right there. That was my first car. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what year it was, but it, yeah, that, that was, I call it Got the other. Uh, out of Volvo, huh? Out of all of them, that was my first car. I called it the Magic Bus. I didn't have that car that long. I had it about like six months. I got to say, I've always been lucky with my cars. I had I started off with a my dad bought me a 1970 Mustang fastback, but we had we had to we had to fix it. It was shit brown. Like when I say shit brown, like Ted Ted's color. Like it was it was ugly brown. Um, I couldn't work. I couldn't drive it around because it literally broke down every other week so I couldn't afford it we gave it back to him I bought an 86 Mustang had that for a while got in a car wreck with that one head on collision dude Um, yeah yeah yeah. and then um, I got a a T-Bird white T-Bird love that fucking T-Bird oh so much fun T-Top no, it was no, it was regular old regular old Thunderbird. No, it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like the newer ones. No, it was like it was the nineties, like like eighties, late eighties. Oh, you know? okay. I'm thinking like an eighty two T top. No, 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 no. Those cars. That was my that was my first car. I thought that stupid station wagon. Hey, at least you had a place to, you know, fuck around. You, you know what was the thing? I I never fornicated in that, which was wow. which is now that's yeah, the, dude, that's the crime. A, Not that you have a, had a Volvo station wagon. It's the fact you didn't take advantage. It, I of never, it. yeah, dude. I never had the opportunity. It, I, I was trying to get it to move. That was a struggle for six months. Like the insurance was like sixty bucks a month, and it drove me to work and back 
But when I try to take somebody out in it, no, nah, man, it just had issues, a clunk, clunk, clunk. It was a tire, alternator, then eventually the fuel pump. And after the fuel pump, it was over. I was like, okay, fuck this shit. So. Then I got a Saturn. I love that car. Oh, that car, memories. Then a Dodge Stratus. Oh. <sighs> Hey, this is right up Mike's territory. This is right in Fenway. The socks. You know, I won't lie. I'm not sure what was the playoffs this year or last year. I was rooting for you guys against the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers, dude. I hate them. Yeah, this looks like uh, they 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 had were able to figure out the night that this was shot, because um, the uh, the ALE standings of the great of it had the uh, on the Green Monster. You could see this. Ooh. You could see the score on the big Green Monster, which is the scoreboard for for the Ooh. Fenway. And they figured out uh, somebody like did the research and said that that was uh, it was filmed the night of May twenty third, two thousand eleven. I'm sure you've been to Fenway a couple times, right? No, never been to Fenway. Never been. Never, to, never been to Gillette. No, I just, I just haven't oh, get, never gotten a chance to get up there. I've been. And to Fenway, most of my family, most of my family is New York, New York, All Maryland, right. you know that area. Because I've been to Fenway once, and I had these tickets of one of my two brothers. And when we got there, like the tickets were like twenty five bucks each. I'm like, man, these are good t- ticket prices. And when I got them. When you got the tickets, they would say, like, where you're sitting. Like, you know, you're sitting here, left field, center field. R said, like, OBS view. OBS view. I'm like, what does OBS view mean? That was observation? No, 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 no. It wasn't observation. I I didn't get it. Like, sports story. Die. Used to work for them. Anyway, so it said OBS view. I'm like, all right, we walked out there, and we're looking for our seats. It took us, like, at least a good 30 minutes to find our seats. When we find them, and we could barely see anything, I'm like, and so I asked some one dude who sat there, and I'm like maybe 19 years old, like, dude, what does OBS view mean? He's like, hey, partner, that's obstructed view. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So that's my experience with my part. Yeah, I know. Uh, most of my baseball time that I actually got to see major league teams were uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Because my, my parents lived in Maryland, so they were right across the river, so we would go over there. So I saw a lot of lot of games that way. What years? Just curious. Uh, like eighties, like during the eighties, oh, okay. 80, so eighty-three, eighty-four. I think they were in Memorial oh, so Stadium. You, I think you were knee deep into Cal Ripken and Eddie Murray. Yeah, too. yeah. But again, I wasn't a fan. I just, I just loved going and watching. Of course, here locally, we had you know the of course you know spring training here in Florida. We got to see that a lot, and then uh, our uh, our double A teams. Like our, our like low low uh well, what was the one that used to play here at Tinker Field? Uh nothing I was thinking the hockey team it was it was something else they called them. Sun Bears or some shit.
Very, very aliens right now. We're not. Well, it's when uh, Bishop. Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure if they ripped off that reference, but uh, just curious. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, yeah, like there you go. See, that is the one thing that that you know. Despite all the debauchery that goes in this film, like everything, the foul language and everything, there is a heart to it. I'm dead. What's up? What? Of course, there's lightning and thunder. Dude, good job piecing more, sort of piecing back together from all that stuff. No, nobody has sewing kits nowadays. Nobody sews. Speak for yourself. Do you sew? If I have to, it's not. It's not a hobby. Are, are you? But, but no, if I have to, yeah. Uh, no. You know how to sew? Yeah, dude. I was raised yeah. by a single mom. Uh, no, okay, okay. <laughs> at, one, at one point, I was like, I, I got, I got buns. Uh, I got buns. She's like, you're gonna learn. All right, All right. I didn't know. Like, I didn't. Oh know yeah, no, no. That's, yeah. All right. No, that was my mom's. Well, I get funny. I'm just like shit. Okay. No, no, that was my mom's big. Uh, she's like, no, you're gonna do it. Say that's how her. That's how her dad was. Like, like when um, to learn to before I could get my driver's license, I had to learn how to change a tire. Like I, like I was old enough to get my license, but I, we just hadn't had a chance to get a get a tire. And she had a flat on like the turnpike. She pulled over. She's like, "You want your license? You're going to get out there and do a do a tire change." Cop pulled up to make sure that we were okay, and she, he's like, "He said, does he need help?" And she's like, "Nope." And she explained it to him, and the cop's like, "Oh, you know, go right ahead. I'll just stand here just in case something bad happens, you know." And, but yeah, that was her. That was something her dad made her do. Her dad's like, "You're not going to get a you're not going to get a license until you know as a woman my, to change a tire." Father taught me to change a tire, and he said, "You're not going to be a man until you learn how to change a tire." Mm-hmm. Until it's like raining and shit. And one night I drove home from work and I got a flat and it was raining and I had to spare and I, I changed it out. It was like fucking not not really hard rain, but just like drizzling rain. Did it that it took me like at least an hour, but I did it. And then like two weeks later, I lost a light. Like a, there was a light, like I think it was my rear light, like went out. I went to Walmart, replaced it that night as well. When I was at a date, I'm like, oh God. And like the, the girl who was with me, she's like, oh my God, you did that. Like, and I had no idea. I got lucky, dude, when I did it. Like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's not that you become a man. You learn how to cuss really good when you have to change a tire in the rain. Yes. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not about becoming a man. It's just you learn how to cuss really good. <laughs> you son of a I, I, Dude, I, I grunted. I cursed. I was mad as hell. I was like, yeah, no, that, was, that was my mom. My, that's how my mom was. She's like, no, you're going to have to 
learn to do this. My dad made me do it, and I, I was and I was a girl, you know, in the '60s. So <laughs> you're gonna do it. Yeah. When you wish upon a star. You know, we saw those uh, Pinocchio. Did we talk about it last week? I probably wasn't on. Did you talk about the uh, the image of Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket, that came on? Oh, no, I didn't. No. But, yeah, no, I did see it. Yeah, it was, I, I like that. I can't wait for that. The, 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 uh, the... Looks, looks so creepy. I love it, dude. Well, when you look back at these original stories, they're not, you know, they're not fun stories. They are creepy oh, stories. Oh, you know, no. di- it, they're not Disney-fied. Every, every, I've, I've got an original um, nursery rhyme book, and they, you read some of these original ones, it's fuck up. They're not, yeah, they're not of the faint of heart. I'm not sure which one of the comic lines did it, but they did like a version of Grim Fairy Tales. I mean, not the, not, not the TV show Grim, which is awesome, by the way, if you ever watched it. That's where we got our lowest lane, by the way, from Grim. Which I guess we'll talk about Superman when we get off here. <laughs> well, I mean, Grim the the show was based off the Grim fairy tales that you're talking about. That the comic books. Yes, yes. So they are on. they are sort of based off of. But yeah, now the Grim yeah they're they've got some really interesting ones. They uh, it's uh, Dark Horse is, is who you're thinking about. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's Dark Horse. <laughs> I love you, Todd. To make you care about a teddy bear in almost a two-hour film is an accomplishment. You got a love story, and then you have a teddy bear. Well done. It's okay. Come on, swing it now. I love the narration from Patrick, man. From the point, dude, get ready by Sam. Look, look at his freaking little cathedral cape with his flash on there.
Oh my god, they got Tom Tom Skerritt's in there? (laughs) Um, oh god. Well, you had Ryan Reynolds, you had, you had, uh, uh, Tom Scarrett, Nor Jones. You had Ted, had Ted Danson's in here. Yeah, when when he showed up, what was the, the behind the scenes of what happened behind Cheers, dude? Yeah, he's like, yeah, we all hated each other. I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, no, there's a lot, a lot of cameos in here. Dude, awesome. You have to end with the flash jump. Mm, by the way, check the archives of Midnight Movies. It's down there. I wonder how they got Patrick Stewart on board for this film. That's the one thing that escapes me. Like, Jesus. What the fuck is Brandon? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. That's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> I don't know why that point gets me. So, guys, that is Ted, part of our 2010 2020 uh, 10 year thing that we're doing. So, um, before I go into myself, I'll go to Mike first. Um, a lot of himself in these castles. Himself, 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 himself. So, Mike, I'm not sure. Maybe fifth, tenth, fifteenth outing you've seen this film. What do you think? I still love it. I mean, I, again, it's Seth MacFarlane. I've I love everything he's done so far. I've had even his like shitty ones, you know. Uh, but no, I've, I've, I absolutely love it. It's a great, great show, great movie. So you know, happy, happy, happy. I'm happy. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's ridiculous. It's right up my alley. You know, if you guys know me, this is totally my film. Like references, stupidity, just everything that I could think of bottled into one film. This is what it is. And you know, if you guys get a chance, if you haven't watched it, then you're depriving yourself. If you have, watch it again. Watch it with buds. Have fun with it because it's, it's or, or watch it with bud. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, watch it with Bud, with Bud and Bud B. So there you go right there. So uh, 
Mike, let's get out of here. Let's go to the green room. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, make sure you guys do check us out. Here's Asylum. We're out every Monday. Uh, we might have a, a schedule or or a, some uh, some format changes here shortly. Uh, but do check us out. Make sure you guys follow us there. And then, of course, you know the rest of the Midnight Movie uh, team. We're going to be doing hopefully a Game of Thrones thing here shortly. Another Game hey, of Thrones. Yeah, we already done the original one, but there's going to be more. And uh, so, make sure you guys do check it out. And uh, what you got there? If you have not listened to Baptism of Thrones, check it out. It's me and my co-host, Melissa. Sometimes the face man, faceless man shows up for some chaos, but it's great. Watch us on there. We'll be back for House of Dragons. Check out Midnight Movies. Check out the Facebook page. Check out everything else that we do. And uh, from Mike to me to you, get to the asylum, and we will see you soon. Bye.